0: Oh uh, oh. Uh, uh, uh.
1: Yes, loud and clear. Mm -hmm. Oh, goodness. Because I I think I turned it up because I couldn't hear you the first time, and now it's too loud. Yeah,
2: same, same here. I think (laughs) I figured out one of the reasons why my um, headset wasn't working. I Mm. didn't have it switched
1: to the mic. The little mic button. Yeah. 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 So That'll do it.
2: Yeah, so I think we're good now.
1: Okay, you sound, yeah, you sound nice and clear.
2: Oh, awesome. Well, I'm going to be eating, so ignore me.
1: Oh, great. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> what? Why? I'm
2: um, <laughs> hungry, <laughs> for one. Oh, my word. And two, it is another grief episode, so.
1: Oh, it is another grief episode. Good grief.
2: Oh no! I mean, come on, people.
1: Come on,
2: come on, come on! Okay, I'll I'll put my popcorn to the side.
1: <laughs> popcorn of all things,
2: I know. You know the well. My favorite is the Garrett's popcorn, the mm, Garrett mix. Yes, yes, you know how I feel about the popcorn, but yeah, you know, Smart Pop also has it, and so that is a little more economical. And better
1: in terms of calories. Yeah, more more healthily prepared. Mm-hmm. I love Smart Pop. They actually have um, I didn't know because I've got just the regular Smart Pop before and it's just, you know, just the regular one. It's really good. And then um, I saw the other day that there's like the little snack bags, one of the gift um, packages that we got and it literally feels like I'm talking to a mouse. <laughs> Oh, you can hear that? Yes, it's like I'm in a mouse I'm in the little mouse hole with Jerry oh, and he's <laughs> That's what it sounds like. The, I thought the
2: peanut butter <laughs> cups would be quieter. They are absolutely
1: not quieter. <laughs> at all. Okay. <laughs> I, hear, I hear the paper, the wrapping, all of it. Oh, um guys. <laughs> like okay and now I'm on with Jerry of Tom and Jerry fame. Um mm, the mic so, works too well. <laughs> the mic is very very good. Um so anyway um I saw that smart pop has like a kettle corn version and um they mm. had like these little like small small bags and um and it's actually really good. Like it tasted like kind of you know your farmer's market kettle corn. Um with um less calories so that was exciting
2: yeah. yeah i'm so kind of hit or miss on kettle corn like sometimes like i really like i'll get some i'll eat like a whole bag and other times like it repulses me i like get it away from me that's gross i'm very strange i'm like it's very hit or miss when i'm in the mood for a kettle corn
1: yeah i've i always i'm always game for kettle corn it's salty and sweet like it's just perfect yeah I love it. Um I do, but I do like I do think there's only there's only certain like lots of the brands, like the over the not over the counter <laughs> Damn, popcorn you get over, over the, the counter count, popcorn. Over the
2: counter as popcorn. opposed to the popcorn they keep behind the counter. <laughs> the prescription
1: popcorn <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, no. What am I talking about? The store-bought. What are you talking about? <laughs> Not prescription popcorn. The um, store-bought popcorn. I have right now? Prescription popcorn. <laughs> Very good. You have to find the exact right doctor who will actually write a script <laughs> for that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, the store-bought popcorn that's kettle-corn flavored or kettle-corn like lots of times I hate that because it's way too like coated and super like it's just not good um but if it's at the first of all number one at the farmer's market kettle corn is like the best mm-hmm. and then um and you know and I really like that's the main one like if I if I have kettle corn it's usually because I stopped by a farmer's market or you know whatever but then mm-hmm. now I really like this um the smart pop version because it's actually. It's right, it's not that over overly sweet, super sugary. Um, it's just the right amount of salty and sweet. It's really good. Highly recommend.:
2: Awesome. And also, there's so much candy over here.
1: That's right, because you're living with a family.
2: And like, I'll tell you <laughs> later, like, why there's so much candy? And it's hilarious because they hide the candy from the kids, and inevitably, because they're snoopers. Mm. They find the candy. So mm-hmm. the little one found the candy. And she goes, guess what?
1: <laughs> there's
2: candy in mommy's room.
1: Wow. She found it in her parents' room.
2: Yeah, she's like, where well, she's really not supposed to be it anyway. Right. But, That's what I'm
1: figuring. But, yeah, she's like, there's Kit Kat's. There's, there's chocolate. There's lots and lots of chocolate. <laughs>
2: like she started like
1: naming all. This.
2: There's white Kit Kats. She started name. I was like, be quiet.
1: Huh. That's a, oh, that's so terrific.
2: Quiet. But yeah. Uh, that's quite. She just you know was very excited because she was wondering like where I would come where why all of a sudden I had candy that she was unaware of. I was like, um.
1: None of your business. None
2: of your business. <laughs> <laughs> what, oh do you have candy, and I don't have candy because I'm an adult.
1: Right.
2: Right. And you don't need to have candy.
1: Right. You don't. You really don't. Nobody needs candy.
2: Yeah. Like yeah, we're not even getting on like the fact that I really don't eat candy, but I was like, you know what? We've kind of list. You know, kind of. Lightened up with the baking and all of that. I just have not been feeling it. And so, the so like the last thing we made was like key lime, like cheesecake bars. Mm. Yeah, like double key lime, like cheesecake bars. Because it has like a little, um, it, it's lime in the cheesecake, but also there's like a layer of kind of like a lime glaze. Kind of like mm. almost on the top. So oh, interesting. Tasty. It was actually a recipe in the Philadelphia cream cheese. Because <laughs> we're doing well, yeah. Totally different. And then, yeah, yeah. Like, we're just going to make a regular cheesecake, spring corn pan, and all that. And like literally saw the recipe and she was like, that sounds good. I was like, it does. And it was for lemon actually. But we were out okay. of lemons, so I was like, well, we have a bunch of limes, so let's just use limes, same thing. So that's what we ended up doing, so, yeah.
1: Nice. Yeah, you know, don't sleep on the recipes that come inside the actual, like, product, because lots of times they are really, you know, they're, like, kitchen-tested and everything, so they're yeah. actually really good. That's the first cheesecake recipe I, I used, like, was the Philadelphia
2: cream cheese. Yeah. And then yeah. My aunt's cheesecake was, like, a-, a no-bake cheesecake recipe, which is also mm. very tasty, but... Yeah, like that's the first cheesecake I ever made. was the one inside the regular one inside of the cream cheese. Mhm.
1: Mm-hmm. I used to make cheesecake all the time. I haven't made it in years. Oh, no. <laughs> I used to make cheesecake all the time. I think I made it so much that I just kind of wore myself out. But um... me too. And just girl, all kinds of cheesecake. I would do. Yeah, I used cheesecake. to make this Potato chocolate. Oh wow! Oreo. I made this chocolate one that was very popular, very dense mm-hmm. chocolate cheesecake. Really, really good. Yeah, um, but I'm yeah, really I haven't made any of a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I've been baking some more and I finally brought that, down... did I say this last time? I don't think, I've... I don't know if I did, but when I, uh, I brought down my KitchenAid mixer that I never used, um, uh-huh. and, well, that's um, when
2: you know, you're serious.
1: Oh yeah. And here's the, here's what's, well, here's how not serious I've been for the longest because I bought this KitchenAid mixer. Oh, it has to be like seven years ago and I'd never used it once. Like I what? bought it. Mhm. I know. I bought it, I admired it, and I put it away and it's been in the cabinet forever. Um mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know if I was like intimidated by it or what. But why like I was
2: You're like an a actual baker. So why are you intimidated? I, am. By it? I don't I know. For ages. I don't know. I Part of it was <laughs> So yeah, and no, I was it's... like that's the end of my baking.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, no, so now I'm like, I, and what's funny is what, what got me to bring it down was this peanut butter recipe because I, or it's like a uh, peanut butter was the main ingredient. And I was like, I don't want to hand mix this, you know, or try to use yeah, a little yeah. mixer, you know? And yeah. so, um, and it was for the, for the Colonel, the, <laughs> those, oh, I know mm-hmm. those, cook, those little, uh, dog biscuits that I made for his birthday, mm-hmm. um, were of course peanut butter based. So um and the first, you know, the first step was mixing it in the peanut butter with the flour, which I was like, I don't I don't want to do that. And so I brought it down for that and that, you know, and I was just like, so literally like I'm like reading the instructions like how to change out the uh you know the attachments cuz I needed to mm-hmm. use the paddle and not the 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 beater the and whatever, mm-hmm. yeah, the whisk and so um so yeah, so I'm like Pulling! Thank God, I like knew where the instructions were, so I'm pulling it. Out, like, oh, okay, this is how you do. Okay, whatever. I think you and can figure it out, though. I looked at it for a minute and was like, "I'm going to hurt myself trying to figure this out." So <laughs> okay. I was like, "Or not?" I thought, "Or it was, not?" Like, pretty simple. Okay, <laughs> it is once you once you know what to do. I was like, "Oh, this is this is now obvious," but it it was not immediately obvious to me. No, well, I um, just used
2: the dough hook for the first time, like in the last question yeah and I was like, okay, I always just put this to the side because I'm like, I ain't making no bread, I ain't making no dough. But we have been making dough, so I've used it quite a bit. So I was like, this is new.
1: Yeah, no, I love it. I was just like, okay, so then I was just, then I've been baking like crazy now because I'm like, well, you're out of the cabinet and on the counter and that's where you're going to stay until I decide I'm done baking for a while. So Those uh, looked amazing. Oh yeah, those are good. Now that I didn't need the that because you know scones you actually really have to do by hand um, because of the cold butter and all that. Um, uh-huh. It was like frozen butter involved. It's the whole thing.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Um, but um but yeah, but like make cookie dough, chocolate chip cookie dough. I tried. I did the uh our favorite are the devil tree cookies. You oh. know they. So good. They came out really good. Um, I actually had to half the recipe, though, because the recipe made, like, some insane amount. I don't even remember now. But it was mm-hmm. like, you know, I was just like, okay, I don't need 40. I don't need four dozen cookies. Or like, I mean, you know, so I was like, let me cut this recipe. You want to eat four dozen of them, but you should you shouldn't. not. You should not. Um, and so oh, I was like, yeah. I don't have a household full of people. It's literally just me. So and even what I made, I, like, still even you know so half i had still had like 2 dozen cookies so i kept like a half a dozen and took the rest to work so um and those they made quick work of those so that was good um awesome. yeah so i'm obsessed with the my kitchen aid finally it is
2: an amazing
1: tool it really is I it's love so sturdy
2: my kitchen aid and just like even like just it on two, like it just it just does an amazing
1: job. I like I love oh, it. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I haven't I don't think I've gotten past like like maybe three and a half. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So So um
2: all of that to say um how long thirteen minutes in. Hi. <laughs> Hi. This is Kristen. And I'm Andrea. And this is wait, <laughs> tell me everything.
1: Where we start off talking about everything, and then we remember that you're there listening. So, hey, welcome. Right. Again, <laughs> right, because this is just a normal conversation for us. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> oh, my word. Oh, God. Um, so, do you want to get started? Sure, sure. So, um, we ha- we've oh, so we been off for like two weeks. Um, last week was Mother's Day. Um <laughs>
2: Yeah, but that was not
1: happening. That wasn't happening. We thought it was going to happen. Then it was like, we oh, really? Yeah. Right now, and no. then the week before, I forget what happened. I was ready because I knew I had stories ready. But then you were like something. I think I had one of our. We had one of our tapings. Oh, uh, so then for your for the business things that you've been yeah, doing. Yeah.
2: So yeah, that you were a part of. I was the day that previous day. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it. You know, that was at, started, I think at seven, and it went a little longer than I anticipated. And I was tired. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I was just like, I can't. Then, yeah.
1: So, this is how it happens, you know, like, th- like we have an off week, and then, you know, things like Mother's Day come up, which are just like a bummer. And,
2: yeah next thing Unless you know two weeks have gone by hear us like cry on the podcast for an hour. <laughs> right you know, which if is... that's fun for you then, right
1: uh... <laughs> it just does not make good radio folks so um, um so yeah so here we're back and so i'm actually for newsworthy going to um go back a little bit um just because i feel like there's been a lot of stuff i know there's been a lot of stuff in the news that um I, uh, wanted to cover and, um, had not covered, um, and it's important. So we're going to start with two, um, thematically two stories that go together and then, um, end on something somewhat lighter. Um, Mm -hmm. okay. So as everyone who's not under a rock knows, um, the Department of Justice is investigating Ahmad Arbery's killing as a possible federal hate crime now. Um, so what that this is one of the big things that was in the news while we were away. Um, <clears throat> and I'm going from a uh, article in BuzzFeed News um, from May 11th. So just so again, it's going to be a little um, but. The DOJ is uh, also considering an investigation into Georgia officials' handling of the case. Man, y'all in Georgia can't get it right. Um, <laughs> so, um, the DOJ is investigating the killing of Ahmad Aubrey um, as a possible federal hate crime. It comes after officials in Georgia last week arrested and charged two white men with murder after they followed and fatally shot the 25-year-old black man as he was jogging down a road in February. Uh, The Department of Justice spokesperson is Carrie Kupik, and she said, we are assessing all of the events to determine whether federal hate crime charges are appropriate. We will continue to assess all information, and we will take any appropriate action that is warranted by the facts and the law. The DOJ said it's also considering... Uh, Georgia Attorney General Chris Carr's request for a federal investigation into the handling of the case, uh, and that um, Chris Carr said in a statement, we are committed to a complete transparent review of how the Ahmad Arbery case was handled from the outset. The family, the community, and the state of Georgia deserve answers, and we will work with others in law enforcement at the state and federal level to find those answers um so just in summary arbery was shot and killed february 23rd while out jogging in brunswick georgia and i was going to ask you where is brunswick like in relation to the places that i know in georgia
2: um so it's south like it's about it's very close same county of like st simon's island okay um, kind of that way like a it's a coastal city
1: Okay, so more low country.
2: Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> I think we are um, very close when we go to like you know like Savannah those places you're kind of not too far. You know? Okay, so that's one of those coasters. Mm-hmm. Okay. Coastal, you know, health
1: health. Okay. Yeah. Um. So as um many are also aware, the incident did not receive widespread national news coverage until recently when video of his killing was made public. Um, and if you haven't seen the video... Um, I can't watch that. It's too much. It's I, I watched it and it was uh, heartbreaking and uh, infuriating and... Um,
2: all the things.
1: All the things. Just all the things. Um, I'm
2: just so upset that the person who released it actually thought
1: that it would help yeah he is so his so just, friends, to, just to, to be clear yeah so the person because the whole the when the video first was released i the whole time my of course my initial reaction was like who is videotaping this right it like in this car behind you know like he's like Ahmad. if you haven't seen the video Ahmad arbery is running down uh like a residential street um and it's one of, you know, it's like a lot of neighborhoods that don't have sidewalks, so you have to run in the street itself. Mm -hmm. Um, Which is very common in Georgia. Yeah, and which (laughs) I think is common in a lot of, like, nicer, I think, Mm -hmm. you know, like, I feel like lots of, like... They don't want you walking down the street. Yeah, like, there's lots of nicer (laughs) places, like, that have, you know, just, like, the lawn, like, your property goes all the way to the street. There is no, like, sidewalk or whatever, like, so... Um, so he's running down the street and then you see him on video running away, like from the camera, the camera is being held. It's clearly like a camera phone, um, from the, from someone who's in a car also driving behind him, like at a slower speed. And he's probably like, you know, several yards in front of the car, like several yards in front of the car. And as you see him approach a pickup truck that stopped in the middle of the street, blocking the entire street, and in the pickup truck, there's uh, one guy who's in the bed of the pickup truck uh, with a firearm, and another older man who's outside of on the driver's side with the door open uh, holding a rifle. So he's running toward that and away from the person with the car and the camera. And um, so... Again, my question the whole time as I'm watching this is like, who is this person taping this? Why are they taping this? Like, how did this get out? Like, you know, and then you find out that they're all three of them were in cahoots. So they were basically ambushing him. So mm-hmm. there was nowhere there was nowhere for him to go. Um, he was either r- running toward the two armed men in front of him. And if he were to have turned back, um, I'm sure that the person in the car would have also um, uh, taken action against him mm-hmm. so it wasn't there, like there was anywhere for him to go and then yeah it turns out that the guy in the car who's the fr- the, the buddy the third man uh, released the video because he thinks that the video uh, would exonerate his friends yeah <laughs> which is mind-blowing I'm just like for once I'm actually glad for ignorance because <laughs> you're so ignorant that you think that what's on that video is somehow justifiable in any, on any planet under any circumstance in any scenario. Um, so good for your ignorance because now we all know <laughs> that what actually happened, because again, without that video, that was just hearsay, uh, cause obviously they killed mod. And so, um, that we would have only had their stories to go on, um, so um, uh, so after so the video gets released, it's made public um and so there's a massive public outcry and the two uh guys in the truck gregory mcmichael this is a father and son by the way gregory Mm -hmm. mcmichael 64 his son travis mcmichael 34 were charged with murder and aggravated assault on thursday this is over a week ago now and Georgia's attorney general is specifically requesting a federal investigation into the quote communications and discussions between Jackie Johnson and George Barnhill, who were the two first two district attorneys who were assigned to the case, both recused themselves due to their connections to Gregory McMichael, the father, who's a former Glenn County police officer and a former investigator with the Brunswick District Attorney's Office. In the but in the April letter in which Barnhill announced he was recusing himself which was t- obtained by news for Jacks Barnhill said he did not see grounds for an arrest quote in case in the case because the suspects had quote solid first hand probable cause because they said they thought Arbery was a burglary of suspect Let, now let's just be clear about something folks <sighs> what you what you thought your imagination is not solid first hand probable cause ever
2: and burglary and hunting someone is not like it's not equal hunting someone down who is not actively posing a danger to you like those things just don't go together like it does not make sense i'm just none of those things it's just i i just can't i just I
1: can't. it's so it's so and the, and that's the thing like i think part of what has Uh, continues to bother me about even the articles that talk I mean like and that I know that it's most of these are just reporting out what's being said whatever but this whole idea that what happened before the camera started has something to do or would justify what the camera shows is so ridiculous to me I'm like even if (laughs) even if he was caught coming out of somebody's home Mm -hmm. with a pocket full of cash that wasn't his or a pocket full of jewelry that didn't belong to him, whatever, whatever it is that burglars get and are able to run off with, right? Because obviously, Mm -hmm. he he wasn't like stealing like a TV or stereo, right? So whatever may have possibly happened, which did not in this case at all, like, that's still not justification for being shot down in the street that's not a citizen's arrest no it's really really not like it's citizen's arrest is one you see a crime in progress and you hold the person who committed the crime that you saw them commit you hold them not
2: not kill the
1: Until actual authorities, people who are actual police officers, not retired police officers, not friends of a police officer, none of those, an actual active duty police officer shows up and can then initiate an actual arrest. That's a citizen's arrest, ladies and gentlemen. So none of what happened, none of those things were met. None of those, (laughs) he was not seen actually doing anything um later a video comes out that um just that is uh, uh was also a, um a 911 call because a 911 call had said oh there's a black man again mm-hmm. karen calling 911 there's a black man and he's looking at this uh construction site uh of a house that's under construction and now he's running away. So first, uh, so Ugh. let's just be in okay. there. And then Go there's and then
2: I will,
1: <laughs> I know, particularly like, okay, it's, it's so bad. So it's, there's a home that's under construction as there is, there are homes under construction everywhere, developments, remodels, or whatever. Now, I don't know about anybody else, but I have walked up onto construction Girl. sites yes. so many times. Yes. Because it's, it's interesting. Open. <laughs> They're open. It's interesting. It's not illegal. Um, They
2: expect but, you to do it because right, if they, the new yeah. constructions, they don't lock the doors and stuff until they put the appliances in.
1: And right. And you, will exactly. <laughs> not only that, if they wanted you to stay away, they would make some effort to close it off. Yeah um they don't the other they don't care they don't because it doesn't matter no. there's nothing there <laughs> except for a like a you know like a pile of two by fours and drywall or whatever and when you look at so there's video of like i guess um like a security cam video of him uh, presumably it seems like it's a mod um walking onto, walking onto the site. And when you look at the video, it's, it's literally like a home that has just, you know, it's been framed up. Like there's, there's, it's all open. There is not any drywall up. It's just all plywood and two by fours and all of that. Just that's all there is. There's like the uh, suggestion of what will one day be probably a living room or a dining room or whatever it is, you know? So that's how, under construction this was like that's how much of a non issue it was that he walked up on this and then so the fact that one anyone felt the need to call 911 off of somebody's at a construction site you know come save me from the black man who's at the construction site doing nothing but looking and then walk running off cuz he was in the middle of a jog i i just like so like so then like all the all the people who who saw the initial video of him being shot down dead in the street and who had the nerve to say, well, let's see. Let's let's see how this part, you know, what happens. Let's see. Let's wait for the facts again. What facts would justify that? Mm-hmm. Help me understand. Mm-hmm. And then this came out and people were, and then those, some of those a segment of those same people were like, oh, well, you know, there you go. He was he was what? He was what? What part of what we see on the security cam video justifies him being hunted down and Hunt shot down the... and shot in the middle of the street like he was an animal and not a person? Right. Like I the conversation around it is so just the suggestion of 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 the the edges of these conversations is so disgusting and insulting and um just demonic like what are we even talking about people how is this how why i and the thing is deep down we know how we know why but
2: it just it's it's just ridiculous and just to kind of piggyback on the builder thing so um you know of course i am as a realtor i am friends on Facebook with a bunch of builders and investors and other realtors and, you know, Mm -hmm. know, people in the business. And there's one guy who's like a pretty successful, you know, kind of constructor and construction and builder here in the city. And he just had to respond to um, a comment that people were making about, I guess he read a comment about, you know, it being justified because he was walking Mm. through. He was like, let me make this clear coming from a builder. Folks walk walk through my new construction, remodel homes all the time, being curious, and all have survived. Stop with the BS. Mm. Like it's it's just utter utter nonsense. And one of the things that I think are just oh, just always infuriating when this happens. Like you said, the people were like waiting until we get the facts. Like right. Um, gosh, what was it? So one of my um white friends on Facebook. He's very, very vocal about black issues. He stays super woke. And he <laughs> was basically, you know, calling his fellow white people to task. He was like, mm-hmm. I don't understand um I'm trying to find where he where I think I had saved it.
1: Hold on a second. Mm-hmm. Where um
2: I'll find it, but
1: go on until I can find it. Yeah, no problem. Look for that. So um uh, so the Aubrey uh family lawyer is Lee Merritt. And he told CNN this video Morehouse me, uh, grad. meaning Oh hey, Lee Merritt, Morehouse Grad. Um he told um, CNN that uh, with regard to the the security cam video of, of uh, Ahmad Arbery at the construction site, he says this: This video is consistent with the evidence already known to us. Ahmad Arbery was out for a jog. He stopped by a property under construction where he engaged in no illegal activity and remained for only a brief period. Um, and so he's uh, he he went on to just say, you know, Arbery did not steal or damage anything on the property. And then he says, Ahmad's actions at this empty home under construction were in no way a felony under Georgia law. This video confirms that Mr. Arbery's murder was not justified and the actions of the men who pursued him and ambushed him were unjustified. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Much like all the video, all the video in this case, (laughs) regardless of what Mr. uh, The Third Guy thinks, um, all the video in this case is... uh, completely evidence of the fact that Ahmad was basically minding his own business, Mm -hmm. uh, doing what free people do in this country, which is go for an afternoon jog, check out interesting things as you go. And, um, and that what, um, the McMichaels and their friend in the car with the video cam, um, did were were completely um illegal and Mm -hmm. horrific and unjustified
2: yeah and i just you know these small insular communities in the south and everywhere really Mm -hmm. these kinds of things happen And i just really hope that um they get the smackdown that they so rightly deserve Mm -hmm. um what was the other thing i was going to say i am you know with with this always, the villainization of the victim. Mm-hmm. They've already started talking about a criminal record, one that happened when he was a juvenile. Mm-hmm. Um, mentioned his cousin or his brother or something who was in jail, and I was like, what does that have to do with anything? Um, mm-hmm. The same is true of the young lady that was killed by the police while in her home. Um, That's recently. next. Um, yes articles coming out about her employment history and all this stuff and i was like why how is that relevant right to this. so i did find the
1: the oh guy, what did he yeah. say
2: he was like i am seeing posts from people about the government taking away their rights during covid they are posting about their rights being infringed upon because the mall was closed and they couldn't go out to eat last month but where are y'all's outrage for the rights of our black brothers and sisters that are infringed upon almost daily? You know the ones that can't go out to jog or the ones in the park minding their business. I didn't see half of y'all posting when African-Americans' rights and freedoms have been infringed upon. Now, But now that it's directly impacting you, now I'm seeing these posts 24-7. Wow. Wow. And another yeah, person who was like, I, I just have to, who lives in the area that I spoke to this week. looking to kind of you know move and spend some time outside of you know Glenn County she was like the silence of my white friends has been Mm -hmm. deafening
0: Mm -hmm.
2: she's like yep and I just don't feel comfortable she's like I love my house I love you know this area I love where I live but I need a break from this place she's like it's so like infuriating and I was like I agree Mm -hmm. this
1: happens like every time every time Every time, um, and yeah. So, and actually, I um, I shared a post um, from um, just uh, flipping over to um, the um, the Christian perspective on yeah. this, um, and um, and along those same lines, uh, because Charles uh, Stanley he posted um, on his Twitter. Was it Charles Stanley or his son? Actually, no. It was his son, Andy Stanley, mm-hmm. um, posted on his Twitter and um, and made a statement about it. And I shared that post uh, mainly because I was just like, because I hadn't seen, like, you know. And then, like, after that, I saw like one more, uh, you know, local pastor um, who I know uh, share a post uh, with, you know, just speaking out against the the shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, but i was just kind of like where where is all like you know there should be an outcry like like if from no other segment of the population from the church when there's this level of injustice happening and um and it, and you know it being So obviously videotaped and um, the what Andy Stanley wrote was um, it's a picture of Ahmad, one of the like what it looks like his like senior picture, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, And um, he says, I've been advised not to post about the murder of Ahmad Arbery until Mm -hmm. I calm. Yeah, (laughs) I know. Until I calm down a bit. Wow. But that's right. But that's part of the problem, isn't it? We calm down and go on about our business. This must end. Our Black brothers and sisters need white advocates to bring this to an end. Count me in. And I was just like, yes! <laughs> like, it costs you, you nothing to be a human being. Right. And like, and and people <laughs> in leadership, if you're in the pulpit, if you have a role of leadership in your community, then this is the sort of thing that you should be standing against and, and, and saying, and, and not just letting, cause this, and I, you know, and when I posted it, I said, this is what being an ally looks like, you mm-hmm. know, and anyone else, like your silence is loud and it's clear. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you know, like I, I don't have much to make of your silence other than you don't care. Mm-hmm. um So it's, it's it's a it's been a pain it's been a painful process yeah. um to kind of watch um to watch the the both uh the reactions that are really uh, hard to hear like you said like let's wait for the facts to come out kind of things and then the, the other half of that is the silence um that leaves me wondering wh- who who are who are you um, and what do you really think? Or like, you know, what's your, where are you really coming from? Yeah. Um. So yeah. So that uh, and that ties into you already mentioned it. Um, the Brianna Taylor case was is uh, j- more recently in the news just this past week, mm-hmm. and this is uh, from NBC News, and I won't labor it too much because we, it's a lot of the same themes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do want to uh, speak her name, uh, Brianna Taylor the pol- police shooting what we know about the Kentucky woman's death. Um the twenty six year old was shot and killed by Louisville police in March following what her family calls a botched raid at her home. Um so she was um uh again this happened raided- in March. March. It's May. Mid May. May folks. Mid May. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Okay. Um yeah. Yeah. she um so uh This raid in Louisville, Kentucky, has sparked outrage around the country and a demand for answers. Um, On Thursday, this is not this past Thursday, but the week before, uh, the city's mayor and police chief asked the U.S. Justice Department and the FBI to review the police department's internal investigation into the shooting. The Kentucky Attorney General Daniel Cameron also announced that he asked to serve as a special prosecutor. He was asked to serve as a, a special prosecutor. Here's what we know. Brianna Taylor and her boyfriend, Kenneth Walker, were asleep in their apartment when just before 1 a.m. on March 13th, three plain clothed officers with the Louisville Metro Police Department arrived to execute a search, a search warrant in a drug case. The two believed their apartment was being broken into because, you know, when people in plain clothes uh, come firing into your apartment, you think you're being burglarized. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Imagine that. Um, when police plain busted through the right. door, plain mm-hmm. clothes. Because you don't know who these people are, right? Mm-hmm. So there's strangers in my house, and um, uh, when police busted through the door, according um to uh the lawsuit that's um being filed by Taylor's mother, Tamika Palmer, Walker called nine one one. This is the boyfriend called nine one one, grabbed a gun and fired, shooting an officer in the leg. He had a license to carry and kept firearms in the home, and Taylor was unarmed. The lawsuit accuses the officers of blindly firing more than 20 shots into the apartment. Taylor, a former EMT worker, was shot eight times and died. Eight times Mm. unarmed. Walker, 27, was arrested and charged with assault and attempted murder on a police officer. Taylor and Walker had no criminal history or drug convictions and no drugs were found in the apartment during the raid. Police have not commented directly on Taylor's death. The three officers involved in the shooting were reassigned pending the outcome of this investigation. Uh, According to the Courier Journal in Louisville, a judge had approved a quote, no-knock search warrant, meaning police could enter the home without identifying themselves. At a March 13th news conference, Police Lieutenant Ted Items said officers had knocked on the door several times and, quote, announced their presence as police who were there with a search warrant. After forcing their way in, they were, quote, immediately met by gunfire but the lawsuit by Taylor's family said the police did not knock or identify themselves before they busted into the apartment. Records show that the police investigation was centered around a trap house, quote, more than 10 miles from Taylor's apartment. (sighs) Her family said officers were looking for a man named Marcus Glover who lived in a different part of the city and was already in police custody when Taylor's home was raided. Her address was listed on the search warrant based on police's belief that Glover had used her apartment to receive mail, keep drugs, or stash money. The warrant also stated that a car registered to Taylor had been seen parked on several occasions in front of a quote, drug house known to Glover. Civil rights attorney, Ben Crump was hired by Taylor's family this week and called out the police department for not proving not providing, quote, any answers regarding the facts and circumstances of how this tragedy occurred. Uh, he said, We stand with the family of this young woman in demanding answers for Louisville Police Department um, and um, with regard to Taylor's senseless killing. Crump, who is also re- representing, he's also part of Ahmaud Aubrey's team now, said at a news conference on Wednesday that the police cannot continue to, quote, kill our black women and escape any accountability. Um, so the article goes on with a lot more detail um, o- over just kind okay. of like the, the, the investigation or whatever. But again, like, you know, it's people, here's the thing. People like to be like, you know, Oh, you know, you, there's all this, you know, there's, there's nothing really happening. Like it's just the media giving you one picture of whatever, but help me understand, like, you know, cause when there's video, you want to say there's still some facts that we need to figure out mm-hmm. when there's not um, case closed, you, you know, it's, you yeah, know, like, and there's no, how to like the, this is so sketch, you know, and like this idea that they announce themselves. Well, why would you get, oh, go out of your way to get a no knock warrant if you were going to go ahead and identify yourself? The whole point of a no knock search warrant is that you can enter without knocking So clearly that's what happened. Right. Mm -hmm. So like it's just (laughs) it's so it's it's and then and then you know, but then we're we're the ones who it's like, oh, you know, everything's race, you're always playing the race card. No, friends, no. (laughs) It's there there is an history and ongoing trickle down through the ages racism in this country that shows up on a regular basis in these sorts of stories and you saying that that's not what it is or you making it not something else there's another article that um you know um our mutual friend um Orlando and I were talking this week about all these things and there's another article out there by this uh this police officer uh or I think he was a former police officer or I don't even remember now but he's some uh, either law enforcement or military, I can't remember which. But he's kind of saying, you know, going down that same road of like, you know, what's the, um, what, you know, like, what else, you know, like, something else, like, th- not everything that happens between a black person and a white person is equals racism. And this is not, like, with a regard to Ahmaud Arbery was saying, like, it's not necessarily racist. And it was like... <laughs> what would have made it i guess what incensed me about it was just this idea that there's something that you'd need to have present in order to make it racist like some like like some uh physical evidence of some sort like if you know and it's like that's not no all, that's not the only thing that racism is like
2: no the sure,
1: irrational fear of right. black
2: people um putting more emphasis on their um our motives or that we're super criminals or not actual human beings. That's what's rooted. That's those kind of yeah. underlining things are the reasons why all of these things are racist. If there was just a white guy running down the street, they wouldn't have hunted him hunted him down. They would have let him right. continue running.
1: And to that point, this um, oh, I saw uh, that. Yes, did you see it on? I think it was on Instagram. I'm not sure. But this what this white guy to make this very point, he literally took a television set, like Mm -hmm. just like a flat screen TV, with him carrying it on his run, running down the street. And he ran. I think he said he ran like the, the two miles, and no one stopped him. No one looked at him twice. No He's one like, called actually greeting him or like waving he, hi. Yeah. Because that's not suspicious to be running down Yeah, n- with the TV. Nothing strange here. I just felt like I'd carry this 40-inch TV with me on my run today. Right? right. So that's. That's the part that's racist. He doesn't need to have a hood on. They don't need to be wrapped in a Confederate flag. Mm -hmm. The N-word doesn't need to be used. Just the fact that you felt threatened enough by this guy running past your house, Mm -hmm. that you had to grab your gun, get in your pickup truck, call your friend to meet you. And I'm sure he had his gun with him, too. Mm -hmm. All of that. All of that. Is racism, my friends, and if you don't see it or don't get it, you just or don't want to get it. Yeah, you're just like you are, you are the uh, the blinders on category of <laughs> a person, and I, I can't I I don't understand I don't get it. Um, so, and the same thing here with the Breonna Taylor shooting. It's um, the fact that, um, and you uh, you mentioned this earlier that you know all these stories are coming out. To talk about her, you know, like what her deal is and what, you know, who she was or wasn't or how good a citizen she was or wasn't. It doesn't matter. You should be able to be asleep in your house. You should be able
2: to be a trash person and still not get killed in your own home. Yeah. Like it happens every day. There are truly awful people who are awful, but I don't want them dead. They do not deserve to die. They do not deserve to be hunted down the street or killed in their own home. So it does not matter.
1: It doesn't matter. Um, and it's, and it's, it's, um, it's worrying to me that it's, that we even have to say <laughs> if that's even something that needs to be stated. Right. Um, so, so yeah, so that's um, those, those are the uh, two uh, big stories um, that are um, still in the news, still playing themselves out. Um, it'll be um, interesting to see uh, how both federal agencies involved now in each of the cases um, help get, a, a help or don't, uh, we'll see, uh, get justice in these cases. Um, yeah. So, so, yeah. So then um, I had one more story, but I feel like we went long on those two. So, yeah. Okay. All right, so we're going to leave it there. Yeah, because we're like 50 minutes in yeah well there and it's fine because Mm -hmm. we need to talk about these things yeah um so um ahmaud Aubrey, brianna taylor speak their names keep their names in the headlines let's not forget about this and let the like the the, 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 yeah and the countless others but like that's not let the dying down of the media frenzy um let us forget that um these these people's these both very young people's lives Mm -hmm. have been lost and it's senseless and it's stupid and it's unjust and um and it needs to stop. <sighs> oh, gosh. On that note.
2: Okay, on that note, sorry. This is just, this, you know, always me with the <laughs> transition to nonsense. But it's yes, it's fine. The, the thread going, but on a much okay. lighter note, but still infuriating. Um, okay. <laughs> black people minding their business. And white people mm-hmm. causing problems. So, okay. <laughs> um, I know we've so talked is... about this. Um, uh-huh. A British, um, I guess, journalist uh. um, yes. took to Twitter to complain that she was um, erasing her Instagram account. I was like, okay, that, whatever. Sure, that's what people do. Um, why do you get on Twitter to announce that you're... She's like, Pretty much because of this picture right here. And it was a picture of a totally um, like peaceful look, you know, setting. A, a older black lady was sitting out, like had a picnic out. Her home was in the background, a vintage car. She was just like having a lovely day in her garden. Mm-hmm. This so triggered journalist that she had to quit Instagram. Now, I see a lot of nonsense on Instagram every day, but usually I just keep on scrolling past it and I don't let other people's, you know, wonderful lives stop me. You know, like I it's not a cause to like make me not go on Instagram. It's like Totally ridiculous. So of course this it's caused so quite the uproar, um, because it's so ridiculous. Like, you know, we've talked about this. Like, it's just like, hold on, it's like I'm trying to find the. Um, I'm not as prepared as I thought I
1: was. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's
2: okay. Um, so, yeah, but let's
1: as you're as you're looking. I just want to say, like, the dumb thing about this to me is that. Um, Like you said, Instagram, especially if you're not on Instagram, the way that it works is that you create your account and then you like look around to find other accounts that you want to follow. So you don't see anything. That you don't sign up to follow. It's So in that sense, it's different than Facebook. It's Facebook. You're friends with all these people. And then friends post things. And they might, you know, your friend might end up posting something that you're not interested in seeing or don't agree with or yeah. whatever, right? And even but hashtags. That's, you have to sign up. To, to follow hashtag. that hashtag. Yes. Yeah. So, like, it's all... It's you generate what is what you see, like your feed is generated by your interests and the things that you select and anything that you, you know, and maybe you sign up for something. Uh, For example, this woman's account, you sign up to follow her and you don't like what she's putting out there. You unfollow and that magically disappears from your Mm -hmm. you don't ever have to see. So you don't have to shut down your account or go all out. You don't have to be (laughs) dramatic, girl. There's no there's no drama. Yeah, there's just no drama. It's just like okay, just you know, I so all of it is so stupid. But go ahead.
2: Yeah, so and I love that the one thing that happened from this is she ended up like, you know, closing out and making private. I think she she actually did after this. I think she made it private and then she ended up um, deleting her Instagram account. And I think she um, erased the tweet but other people mm. had made comments. Her friends of hers encouraging her on this path. Um, mm. And so it became like a thing. One of them kept their comments up. Everyone else erased their comments. She came back and apologized. I'm like, nope, we don't accept. Too late. Um, Because you meant what you said. And it was a ridiculous mm-hmm. thing. Because, like I said, of all the crazy, ostentatious things I see on Instagram... <laughs> every day, this is by far the most unass- one of the most unassuming. Like, it's like, you know, it's Lux. Like, she's in um, Norfolk, I think, and, you know, like, mm-hmm. lovely, you, know, you know, this is, like, a very you know, expensive lifestyle she has even though it looks very humble, but just being where she is, like, English countryside, mm-hmm. like, this isn't cheap. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's so yeah. unassuming for that, even for that lifestyle And I'm just like, is this Triggered your girl, all the stuff that I see on Instagram every day like that's insane. So, um, I love that she, um, the, her, her name is Paula Sutton. Mm-hmm. How she responded, I was like, See, you are classy, um, yeah. Miss Paula has class, classy dame, because mm-hmm. I would have been more like the other people on Twitter, on black Twitter, with <laughs> the, my comments. Um, But she responded, um, well, it's been the strangest 24 hours that I've ever experienced on social media. It started with a Twitter rant using my picture as an example of what is wrong with Instagram. The author has since contacted me privately and apologized and ended with an incredible outpouring of love, support and kindness that I will be eternally grateful for. I, like many people, started this account to talk about the things in life that make me happy. Architecture, a styled room here, a cushion there, a baked cake, a summer dress, or a bunch of flowers. It turned into a space where I felt comfortable to show my face and to also write a little about my feelings of positivity and being grateful. And more recently, exploring my feelings of loss and losing my mother while still trying to seek out joy. It's always been a safe little corner to explore a creative side that I kept hidden for so long after servicing the creative endeavors of others. I enjoy creating little scenes and stories. I'm inspired by old Hollywood and by the fashion photography of the 50s and 60s and all that is reflected in my images. I suppose what I didn't realize in my... is that some people look at the pictures without reading all the captions and therefore understanding who I am. These images are meant to be joyful and fun and are styled and created to please the eye. They are a tiny snapshot of an otherwise very mundane and normal life. Too shallow for you? Perhaps, but I'm a firm believer in taking the responsibility to find the contact that brings you joy and moving on from the things that upset you. I just want to thank each and every one of you who understands that and who came out in droves to follow, cheer on, show solidarity and support. I'm not one to dwell on things, so that's all I I will say on the matter. But thank you. From every inch of my heart, with love, Auntie Paula, as it seems I am now known.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That is too cute. I love it, Auntie Paula. Yeah,
2: so her... um, She now has over like nearly 300,000 followers, which I think is a huge jump for what she had before. Right. Um, And it's um, Hill House Vintage. And she's had um, interviews and all kinds of things that came out of this. So um, good for her. And she's gold.
1: Good for her. And it's such a cute I've like, so she now has just for me alone, three new followers because I followed her with all three of my Instagram accounts. Um, because I was just like, Nope, nope, nope. This is whether here's what's not gonna happen. You, you know, like I it's just, but and I love this as again, just another story of People's um, ignorance kind of backfiring on them mm-hmm. um, because, um, again, she's gotten um, uh, she's only gotten more attention and more followers as a result. It's um, similar to what happened with Honeypot, the company with the oh, target. Oh yes, totally
2: backfired.
1: Totally backfired. People were like wanted to be offended because um, one of the quotes from the owner of the company Honeypot was something to the effect of, you know, I hope that, you know, my be my being in Target and you know, other people seeing my face, you know, connected with my products, you know, will inspire other little black girls to, you know, do to know that they can do the same and there's no, you know, there's no limits, blah, blah, blah. And people responded to that with like just called her racist and why little black girls only. Uh-huh. You know, like there's some, because I mentioned that I want to motivate, <laughs> I want to motivate other people who look like me to do the same things that I've done. That makes me racist. Um, <sighs> it it just, It's exhausting. I, that's a, it's exhausting. It's a whole other conversation. But what ended up happening was that her sales went through the roof. Her stuff is still continually sold out and i did the same thing because it's it's all like feminine hygiene products half of which like i don't even like need anymore but i was like i'm buying this i'm buying a box of that i'm gonna get (laughs) it's like everything that's available i am going to purchase and i you know and because i'm like yeah you just you just made it so you you put a spotlight on her Mm -hmm. and um and we are going to come out and just, like, throw all our black dollars mm-hmm. at, at this woman. And she's, like, she can't, like, she's at a point, you know, like, like I said, I'm following her now on Facebook and her company on Facebook. And have subscribed um, through her website to their, like, you know, regular, like, uh, newsletters and product updates and all that stuff or whatever. And they are, like, continually trying to keep up with the demand. Mm-hmm. Um and it's just like, great. Like, this, I love these stories of these, this kind of thing backfiring. Cause it's like, yeah, you want to do stupid, you want to do ignorant. Great. In the meantime, I'm going to be over here flourishing um, off of your stupidity. So it's a beautiful thing. Yep.
2: How you like those apples?
1: There you go. How you like them apples?
2: Nope. Yep. There you go.
1: <laughs> there you go. Uh, but
2: yeah. So that's my viral thing because that was the thing. Well, there's actually another viral thing that I thought was cute. I don't know if you've seen it at all, if you're on um, mm. on Instagram that much. Have you seen the fruit snacks challenge?
1: No. <laughs> what is the fruit snack challenge? Tell <laughs> yes, me more. Fruit snack.
2: They're babies. I know we mentioned fruit snacks and my love of fruit snacks the last time, so I don't think I could win. But it's people basically portraying <laughs> their babies. Um so the thing is, you get your baby's fruit snacks or their favorite little treat, sit it in front of them and go, hey, don't touch it. I have to go. Mommy has to go to use the bathroom or mommy needs to go do something real quick. Wait till I get back. Don't touch it. So they leave, have the baby there, try to resist eating the fruit snacks and it, you know, see if they can win. You know, if they could, you know, beat the challenge. So, it's hilarious and sad at the time because little babies <laughs> are hilarious. So, my favorite two, like, there are a bunch of them out there. My favorite two, um, one, Stormy Webster, who is the child of um, Kylie Jenner and um, Travis Scott. She's adorable. I think she okay. might be about two or something. And so Stormy. she has like a little bowl. Kylie has like a little bowl of like M and M's or some like little candy, and she put it on the table. And she like sees her code there. She's like, mmm, <laughs> and she like, uh-huh. she like puts the down. And she's like, okay, you can have three like a book of candy. She's like, you can have three, uh, but you have to wait. Mommy has to go to use the bathroom. And so she looks at her like, what? Like, no, no, wait. And she's like, you have to wait. Are you gonna wait? Yes. She's like, you gonna wait for mommy? yes I'll wait mommy and so she kind of like sits there she's looking at the candy she like leans over (laughs) the bowl it's like it's like all excited her little hands are going and then she leans back and starts singing to herself patience 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 (laughs) (laughs) no oh baby and then she sees her body He's like, jumps up and starts, like, like yes! <laughs> and she's, like, did you wait? Oh, He's my like, gosh.
1: She's, yes! <laughs> like, you said wait. I waited. <laughs> it
2: was just so cute. It was, like, so cute. It, like, broke my heart the same time when she started singing her little song.
1: Her little song. I can't. That
2: was cute. So I had to, like, post that one because it was just so adorable to see you that one. And the other one is the total opposite. One of okay. um, Kavya James Wade, a.k.a. Shady Baby, the daughter okay. of um, Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> um, she brings her in the living room, has a little bowl of her little favorite snack, and she's like, okay, Kavya, um, I'm, mommy has to go do something real quick. Wait for mommy to get back. And Kami's like, okay. As soon as she walks away, she heads straight for that bowl and starts eating them. And Gabrielle Union comes back and she's like, evident, still her mouth. And she's like, did you wait? Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> uh-uh. Like, oh, my. She's like, yeah. I yeah. waited. Like, what? Huh? What? What? What?
2: Like she didn't know what was going on. I was like, she was just like, I play with you today. You ain't play no games anymore. Yeah,
1: well, your little games, all these little games you
2: got, ain't got no. You said some of my favorites in front of me. I'm eating them. I ain't waiting on you. Yeah. If you had something to do, you should have did it first.
1: Right. Don't be. Mm-hmm. We're not testing yeah. me.
2: So yeah. So it was hilarious. So she was like, I ain't even trying to play with you, Gabrielle. No, thank you.
1: No, thank you. That's too cute. Okay, no, I did not know about that. Thank you for that.
2: So, yes, that was adorable. So, um, wait, tell me everything. Um, Ludacris versus Nelly was last night. That was the last versus.
1: Okay. Um,
2: Again, I was like, okay, I guess I'm more of a Ludacris fan than Nelly fan. Oh, okay. you You know, Atlanta, you know, he was very much a thing when I was out here during school Nelly was mm-hmm. too but you know Nelly kind of soured me after that whole tip drill credit card and the whole shenanigans with Spellman. I was just kind of like uh. and I know people like really love Nelly and like think he is so fine and I was like he's never done it for me hmm. uh, I was like partly because he's a Hanes and I feel like some way we're like distantly related or something I don't know. So I was like, I I always have been referring to him as cousin Cornell, like forever. And I was like, yeah. mm, That is funny. mm, mm, Yeah, no, I'm good. So I was like, yeah. So I think that's like part of why he's like, we have family like that lived in that part of the world. So I was like, who knows? Who knows? This is, you know, relatives. So I was like, yeah. mm -mm." So I was like, yeah, he never really did it for me
1: that's really funny um but yeah so it was
2: a nice little walk down memory lane as well as um again someone always has technical difficulties and it would have been Nelly he was off a couple of times um he was drinking and dancing and um when they got to their last song he wanted to keep on going and Ludacris is like, um, dude, it's you know it's getting late. I have you know I have to go eat dinner with my family. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was really like, um, I'm kind of ready to go. <laughs> like I'm <Right>. done. <laughs> and then it was like, oh, let's keep on going. And he was like, oh Jesus, I guess. So yeah, so that oh, well, was that's hilarious. funny. He was just kind of over it. He kept changing his shirt. Which was, he did several wardrobe changes, which was hilarious as well. So shout out to Ludacris. Or when we were here, before he became Ludacris Ludacris, he was Chris Lovey He was like, you know, a DJ on the radio. Oh, interesting. So he was very good at yeah. <laughs> this
1: challenge. All right, I'm sure, yeah. She got that background yeah, for so sure.
2: He was very good. His sound was good. His picture was good. His background, you know, everything was like straight. So, um, yeah, didn't quite have the numbers of Erica Badu and Jill Scott, which we was last weekend.
1: Last weekend, which
2: was everything I didn't know I needed.
1: i missed it i just totally missed it i was i forget what i was doing last weekend but i just remember looking up and being like oh that was today and oh it was seven o'clock oh but eastern time okay never mind yeah <laughs> like i like i was totally like it was and it had probably just ended yeah and i was like they oh, were okay. On oh, for well. a
2: few hours
1: it was like mm-hmm. unlike
2: the other um versus one like there was no shade they were really like their whole how their whole energy is. It was just like all love, supporting each other, and especially how they kind of connected early on. Because I know you know about the um the root song, you know, you got me. How mm-hmm. Jill Scott wrote that hook for the song, but the record company didn't want her on the album because she was unknown, and Erica was like just you know popping off. At the moment, it was very popular, uh, and so they replaced her. You know, oh wow, with um replaced um Jill Scott with Erica Badu, and um, yeah. So you know, there could have been all this like animosity or whatever. And she was like, no, she's like, I, you know, they tried to like do that, but she's like, no, like I was just, she's like, I was like one of the a poet, like around the city doing poetry, and that was the first thing hmm. I ever wrote. And the fact that you were, like, everything at the time, and you were singing my words, like, that was so special.
1: Wow, that's the truth. Yeah,
2: and then she was, like, and then when they finally, they went on tour, and for whatever reason, with the Roots went on tour, Erica, um, Jill Scott, no, Erica Body was unable to make it, and Jill was mm-hmm. there, and she went on, they told her, oh. like, hey, come on. And she was, like, um, I'm doing what now? And this was before her right. album dropped or anything. Like this was like kind of like the right. first big stage that she had done. And they introduced, wow. like it's on their live album that you know they introduced her. There's like you know we know you know you know Erica Badu, but the person who wrote it is here, and she's gonna sing it. And she's like that was her very first time, like mm. on stage, and like how people kind of like introduce were introduced to her. So like that's how they started that off.
1: Well, oh, that so yeah, so you can't go anywhere but yeah, up from there. Yeah, so it
2: was just like, you know, it was just all love. And I I posted a picture on Facebook of like Ayala Van Zant um, hugging Karuchi, <laughs> and it was kind of like the Jill. You know, Ayala was like the Jill versus Erica <laughs> versus, and me was like Karuchi. You know, the you know the the hug from you know your auntie it was it, that's what it was I was like I didn't know that I needed this like it was so just right. like uplifting it just chill and just music that you know we loved and it was mm-hmm. just awesome so of course the first yeah. women and they broke all the records they Love it. At, I think at one point they were at seven hundred thousand so they even topped babyface and um, Teddy Riley. Mm -hmm. so that's yeah and it was like positive vibes and they had a couple of little technical glitches but still like everyone was just so chill like (laughs) it was so good it was so nice so so that is it so we're still waiting on the next verses they're gonna tell us what that is
1: soon Wow, these challenges are so funny. Yeah, I'm
2: like, what the hell? Sorry, we don't have nothing else to do. So they're
1: like, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. exactly. No, it's like a thing. It's so funny. Okay,
2: so the other thing, speaking of old things, Ice Cube's debut, America's Most Wanted, his solo album came out 30 years ago yesterday.
1: Oh, sweet Lord, stop it. Right. <laughs> Girl. No. Yes. not
2: 30 years ago. 30 years ago and he was on Instagram looking Okay, I love that all the men in quarantine have decided that they're not shaving anymore. So, or they don't know right. how to. Right. Well, that makes yeah, sense. And so, they he looks like a lumberjack with his full beard. <laughs> that's funny 30 years ago blah 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 and his no smiling no you know how he does but I was like oh my god I like remember that I like remember that so clearly so yeah so congratulations that is awesome still doing stuff and the legacy of the son acting and the movie the producing so awesome who would have thunk it
1: from NWA. That's crazy. You're right. I'm looking at his video. He does look like a. <laughs> that is too funny. What's funny is his current, like, he looks like so young. I mean, 30 years, right? Mm-hmm. But oh my God. See, looking at the cover of it again. Mm-hmm. That's just crazy. I can't. Yeah. That can't be thirty years. No. Oh, my so, yeah. we're so oh my God. Oh my God. We're so old.
2: So we went on a whole so like deep dive into nineties music after the Luda Nelly thing. And so uh-huh. one of the things that we played was like um Players Ball by Outkast. Cause we did right. a South New York West Coast kind of every other <laughs> song. Okay. And yeah. I was like, Okay, we were in undergrad when that came out at I let's think it was like ninety four, ninety five ish. And I was like ninety-five, I think. And I was like, Oh my God, they look so young. <laughs> like they, they were teenagers. So I was like, Oh right. my Jesus. They were like around our age. So I was like, This is insane. So yeah, it's just like mm. amazing to like see the stuff and like look back and see how young we all were. Sides, one of the West Coast songs was um, yeah, um Boys in the Hood by Eazy-E and um, I, was like, I remember I
1: love eazy when the song
2: came out I remember riding in the car with my mom and I think one of my little cousins and when it first came on like K-Day driving down the street and I was like I had to have been like in 5th or 6th grade when this <laughs> came out <laughs> <laughs> right, so like, oh my god, oh my god, so yeah, so that is so that we talk about that we're talking about, that, we were talking about boys in the Hood because we we're we we're talking about like old movies and how like the big girl, we're like, her mom was like, maybe she should, you know, it's time for her to like see that and we, you know, we could discuss it and talk about it. And I was, she was like, how old were you? I was like, it came out like 91. I was like, I saw it in 91. The summer between eighth grade and ninth grade—that's <laughs> when it came out. Right. That's what yeah. I saw it. And she was like, oh, "Okay, mm-hmm. like that's how old she is right now." And I was like, "Yeah, like you need okay. to." I was like, "I totally went with like my irresponsible cousin." Um, but you know, yeah, it's so cool. Like my parents didn't know that I was going to go see Boys in the Hood right at the Ballroom <laughs> right. Crystal Theater at that. So um, right, right, but right. I was like, I am not. You know what's not going to happen? I am not going to be the only person who turns up. You know, at school who has not seen this movie? That's what's not gonna happen, people. Yeah, no. So, um, yeah, so that was was it no between ninth and tenth grade. I can't remember, but it was like the summer between maybe ninth and tenth grade, but whatever. We're like, Yeah, she could see it. I'm like, again, compared to what's on now,
1: it's mild. Oh super mild. It was a big deal. back then but it's and and yeah no comparatively mm-hmm. even for even at the time like comparatively it was mm-hmm. not th- th- in terms of violence and what was out there there's still like plenty of things that were a hundred times more yeah so i
2: was like she could totally see that and then like watching it with you like yeah that like makes all yeah
1: problems. oh my gosh i can't I haven't seen Boys in the Hood in forever. Tr- That's ever. what I was saying. Like I, yes, I can't even remember the last time I so watched I'm it. I am
2: looking forward to that because it's on. Yeah. Um, I think Showtime has a free trial. Thir- i I'm doing every thirty day every trial of everything. <laughs> so I was like, so Showtime is on Showtime. They have a thirty day free trial, so we'll probably try to catch it. Um. Then, um. There's some Kardashian mess. We're gonna skip that. Um. Uh, because mm, okay. It's- um, what's her name Chloe Kardashian still um trying to stay with her make the baby daddy work and girl all mm-hmm. the things keep coming up they're quarantined together and playing happy family and I'm like girl stop it just mm-hmm. stop so it's a, a paternity <laughs> test that's come up so oh jeez. Mm-hmm. so I was like yeah okay. girl just walk away uh, but she will not. But lastly, I always want to like it seems like this is just happening more and more and more. Um, oh, we lost three legends last week. Oh, um, that's right. And like there have been like other like there's actually been more. So like in the black world and just <laughs> I was like <laughs> in the black world. In the black world. Not just the black world, but like Little Richard who is, you know, yes. the originator, like there would yeah. be no, I feel, no Prince without, oh, without wow, a Little yeah. Richard. Um, so Absolutely. That was, you know, a big one. Uh, Betty Wright, mm-hmm. um, yes. who at the age of, I guess, 12 or something, had me sounding like a, a old scorned, bitter
1: woman. Um, <laughs> <laughs> singing songs. I had sing, no singing along. Singing. Yeah, singing along with lyrics that you had not lived. Right. I still have not lived them. So <laughs> Thank God. Thank God. Maybe because of her. I've chosen better. I
2: still have not lived them. So yes. So uh Betty Wright. And finally one that kind of hit differently because it's like one of our contemporaries, Andre Harrell.
1: Hmm yes young
2: Young. and you know has like a young son who I know is just like devastated because he looked just like his Mm. dad and that always like trips me out like I know you like look like your parents but some people look like their parents put them out like he looks like his dad looked at that age so it's just um you know just super sad and um you know like the whole you know that whole community you know the hip-hop community like he's just so entwined with like so many people um you know in mm-hmm. the 90s that we just like know and love and kind of started their careers and you know like puffy like that's kind of where mm-hmm. you got to start and you know mary j blige and heavy d and the boys just so many people that are just like, yeah so important to us so it's just very sad so rest in peace to all of those legends um, kind of acting wise um, Jerry Stiller passed away Yeah. so that was sad and I just saw recently I cannot remember that man's name I feel so bad uh, but he was in a lot of those um, movies with um, Eugene Levy um, he was in Modern Family he played, played oh, Fred Willard thank you I was like I know his name Yes, Fred Willard. Fred Willard. Yes, yeah. that
1: that was really sad. I love Fred Willard. He's
2: so funny. And Jerry
1: Stiller, yes, like like just both two very classic comedians. Like, you know, I mean, you know, comedians have a soft space in my heart. And Festivus, they're for both the rest like, of yeah, Festivus for the rest of us. And Fred Willard was so good at like playing like you know the like sort of like the clueless guy. You know, like you know That's, just but like yeah. Oh, it's just really just a good actor and good comedian. Both if you of them. I not
2: Modern Family at all, but
1: oh yeah, I watched all of okay. it. Okay,
2: so like the fact that they like he was Phil's dad. It was such a perfect match.
1: It was perfect
2: because their characters were so like yeah. It was just it was just fantastic of uh, casting. So um, yeah. so yeah, so rest in yeah. peace too.
1: Yeah, lots yeah. of lots of deaths in the past um, week and a half. At so like a lot of people. Yeah, in the industry. yeah, sad. Yeah, okey doke. Anything else? No, I'm done.
2: Okay. I actually need to <laughs> go right, cook. So... so, like, and then I have like another taping at seven o'clock. So I need to. <laughs> All right, I know how well, we are, but do that's a... what happens. We, we don't talk for a long time, we don't do this for a long this time. This what
1: happens when we do, ha- we have a lot to catch up on. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so let's get personal real quick. Um, let's see, one thing that I'm super excited about from this week is um, connected to one of our stories. Um, the um, there's a coalition, if you will, of black pastors and within the vineyard movement, um, which is mm-hmm. um. The uh, my church, um, and um, they put out an open letter um, in response to the uh, murder of uh, Ahmad Aubrey, and through that I was able to get connected to this whole network, and I'm like super excited. Like we had like a Zoom call the other day, and I was, like one or two of these folks I had actually met at a, a conference that I went to back in January. Um, but everyone else, I was like, you know, I don't know these people, you know. So um, so it was nice. Like, I was just like, oh, okay. Like, there's – because, you know, it was just like this um, – they're, you know, it's basically black vineyard pastors and they have, like, a whole little network and they're trying to do more stuff to, like, stay connected and whatever. So I was like, awesome. Um, so, yeah, I'm super excited about that.
0: Like, mm, <laughs> I was like – That's awesome.
1: It was just – it's like nice to like plug in with folks and be like, oh, okay, like I, I see y'all like, and they're all like spread all over the country, mostly in the Midwest, um, just a few of us out this way, some in the South. So, um, but yeah, really like good, good folks to connect with. So I'm excited about that. Um, and then um, just... Uh, ongoing updates with my curly hair journey. Mm -hmm. Um, okay, can I just say somebody's
2: curls are popping?
1: Curls popping, thank you, Mm -hmm. thank you, thank you. Um, so yeah, so I'm like. I'm kind of like getting into this because I mean, like, you know, just for uh, like, I was like, I may as well because I can't get my hair done. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and lean into my natural hair or whatever. And so, you know, my hair is kind of, you know, transitioning because not, uh, you know, like, I've never had to use a relaxer or anything, but I definitely put heat on my hair every week to keep it straight. So my hair is definitely like in transition of like being like, wait a minute, you want us to do what now? Like <laughs> you want us to be curly. So I've been like working and like, literally like watching videos, reading blogs, like reading comments on people's whatever, you know, like all sorts of things trying to figure out like, okay, what exactly, you know, like just learning, and like I feel like it's like this whole world of information that I've never dove into because it's just it's been so much easier to keep my hair straight, mm-hmm. you know, um so it's like, oh like am, like what you know there's like different numbers of like hair texture, like am I a a b or two c you didn't know or am I really like a th- I did not know about this, <gasps> I had no reason to know about this, oh girl,
2: okay, well, I will just tell you that um black people knew about this for a while see sometimes you you miss out on things but i thought you know i do um oprah's hairstylist andre walker wrote the book on this years ago so yeah in the 90s everybody knew what their hair texture was because of him oh Mm
1: -hmm. see okay see now i did read about Hit like his doing it, like his like numerating everything mm-hmm. or whatever. But I was like I didn't know the Oprah connection. Mm-hmm. Like it was a sort of like mentioned in passing and one of the many things that I've been reading or whatever. So yeah, no girl, I'm just, you know, I'm totally behind. You know me. I know. I'm always See, I like, thought those were during your black
2: year. So I thought you um knew about this.
1: They were, but except <laughs> I wasn't like yeah, like I wasn't I, I wasn't know. trying to like I wasn't thinking about my hair. Like I was just like whatever, you know? So um you know, I was just running around looking, however, and not whatever. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. So now that I'm like quarantined, I'm like have all this time and space to think about this and to like want to be like, okay, like as long as I'm doing this, like, let me do it right or let me like get the right products or figure this out. So, um so yeah, so it's just fascinating to me. Like I'm kind of just fascinated that there's either like, you know, it's like one of those things where it's like, Oh, there's this whole world of like, you know, People to face group books to uh, Facebook groups to follow, and you know people like you know of course like influencers and all these different you know products, million different million different product lines and methods you know methods of how to wrap, what to wrap with, when to wrap, whether to wrap or not, like mm-hmm. you know like all these different things about like how to sleep, you know like uh, all this how how many days between wash you know, between wash days, like, you know, what do you do in between and all this stuff. So I'm like, just, I feel like inundated with like educating myself on it. And I just started a new shampoo conditioner curl cream that I ordered that's supposed to be like this um, made to order. Basically, like you go online to their website, you take a quiz and you, um, you know, they presumably they like, design a shampoo conditioner and, you know, whatever else you want. There's other products. I got the curl cream mm-hmm. that are specifically for, base, your, for you based on your answers to their questions or whatever. You can even send in photos, like you said, in photos of, like, your scalp and whatever. And they, like, look at those, too, to see, you know, if there's anything else that, like, you they need to know, whatever. So it's fascinating. Um, so I just used that for the first time last night. I did my wash day last night um and then um and um my my curl definition is definitely getting better and better Mm -hmm. um so that it's like more of an actual spiral than just like a a wacky wave um so yeah so I'm I'm actually like kind of just enjoying it (laughs) like it's kind of fun to like try new things and see how it works and see how my hair responds or whatever you know so um so, yeah, so that's my, like, new thing. Like, I feel like I've spent an inordinate amount of money on, like, Girl. product. There's so much to spend. Like, you know, because there's a couple of products that I bought, and then when I got them, they were so highly fragranced that I was like, oh, I can't use this. You know, so, like, I definitely wasted a couple of – wasted money on a couple of mm-hmm. products that I was like, nope, nope, can't have that in my hair. Nope, can't have that in my hair. Like, I can't smell that all day. It'll drive me crazy. Um and then there's, you know, like I said, this new line of products that I got that's... again, You could also make that f- completely fragrance-free, which I did, which is great. So, like, nothing smells like anything. It's just, like, product, no anything. Um, and then there's this another... Um, I think I told you about this. This black-owned company called Curl Mix, uh, which I discovered after I'd already ordered this other stuff uh, from... The, the company that I ordered from was Pros. So, this uh, Curl Mix is a black-owned company, um, and... It's um they were actually on Shark Tank and they didn't get a deal. Hmm. But they're doing they're doing really well. Um and um they um they also have a product line. It's not quite as personalized, but it's like you take the quiz on their website and they'll tell you which of their lines is for you. So it's not like, "Oh, we made this product just for Andrea," you know, but it is like, <laughs> "Here's based on your answers." Uh, like based on your answers, here's the line of ours that we recommend. So um so I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna use finish using this one. I did order their um their gel. Um just to uh, the curl mix gel. because um, I just want like the one thing that I haven't quite gotten down yet is um the frizz. Like I still have like a little bit of all like even on the first day I still kind of have this like little frizz halo mm-hmm. that like it's just, like, I'm, like, I've I've done all the things that I've read about to, like, defrizz or anti-frizz or whatever, but I'm, like, ugh, I'm still, like, seeing it, like, right off the bat, so I don't know if I'm doing something wrong or I need a better product or what. So, anyway, that's my let's get personal, girl. It's just all about the hair, the curly hair journey. It's a whole thing. Okay. <sighs> yeah,
2: so. um. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said, I I am sad. I just found out that um, my family, well, my mom's side, my patriarch, my uncle, uh, passed away suddenly mm-hmm. last night. And um, mm-hmm. I found out about 3 o'clock this morning and mm-hmm. was on phone calls then and then um, phone calls this morning. And it's just, I mean the thing that I kind of fear the most because I know, you know, a lot of my I have you know, before this happened, two aunts and two uncles that are still living Mm -hmm. and you know, I was just praying that nothing happened during this time because you know, I can't go home like I can't come home Mm -hmm. and that's, you know, like heartbreaking Um, you you know, we can't like do like a proper you know, funeral and just all the stuff like I'm not even sure if his son is gonna you know try to come home I'm sure he even though he shouldn't you know you know safety wise I'm sure he is um but yeah it's just it's just annoying so um mm. so yeah so just you know asking for prayers for my family as we deal with another loss so
1: yeah What's that noise? Are you doing something? I'm sorry.
2: Gosh, this microphone is great. I am pulling my pop socket in and out. That's what I was doing. Yeah, don't, don't do that. <laughs> it's like, what is happening right now? Oh, so you turn um, the
1: microphone on and it like
2: works and
1: stuff. Okay. It actually works really well, oh, yeah. Geez. Um. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I uh, You know, when you uh, texted me last night, um, I happen again. I was up because I was doing my hair, and <laughs> Here's some mm-hmm. um, Ainsley.
2: Sorry, can't forget. let say her name. Um, put that. Just put it down and go bye. Go bye. I'm
1: sorry. Yes, you were saying. It's okay. Um. So yeah, I was up. Um. Because I was doing my hair, so I got your text and everything. And that's the first thing I thought of was just you know it's. Um, it's so hard this, this, during this whole, uh, pandemic, um, for people who, um, are losing family members, um, whether it's to the virus or not, like, it's just a hard situation to, you know, like lots of mortuaries aren't allowing gatherings or they're only allowing very limited gatherings, um, it just—it's a lot more complicated, and then there's, you know, there's the travel, like you know, whether you want to risk traveling. Um, There's just a lot to it, so it's—it's. It's, I'm really sorry.
2: Mm-hmm. So, oh, so yes, compounded by my cousin
1: was like, I just hate May. I was like, I know, girl, I know. So, <laughs> I was like, yeah, y'all cannot win in May. <laughs> You really can't.
2: Yeah, May, March, and yeah, so we're like they're right on top of each other. So
1: yeah, yeah. So that's that. So oh my gosh! Wow, that was loud. I
2: don't know who me or the yelling,
1: the child in the background. Okay,
2: and like she's down the hall somewhere, and my door is closed, Uh so that's really loud. Uh
1: It sounded like she was pretty close by. Um,
2: She's like literally on the other end of the hallway. Wow. Okay, with the microphone again. It works. Very, yes, it on. works very well. Alright, let me get off. Cause like I said, I do need to finish making my contribution for dinner. Brother-in-law, he does the meat and I'm responsible for uh-huh. the side dishes. So. Whoa, what are you making? Um, probably a stuffing, a corporate dressing. Um, mm. Italian sausage and some some mushrooms and veggies and um some probably some broccoli, cauliflower, or something. Yeah, Looks um, Like
0: to eat rice.
2: Nice. So yeah, right. Okay, a uh,
0: seriously. And,
2: you know, we've been doing all these tapings for um our business. They've been so fun, and you were one of our um, guests and it was so great yes. um
1: thank so, you so much fun to do it
2: our mutual friend Morgan she did one the other that day. was really good um and we have um the other trip my triplet <laughs> my best friend uh-huh. she's been doing baking so she did a baking one um a couple weeks ago and she's going to do another one tonight so we're gearing up for that, so it's like I need to squeeze in dinner in between getting on at seven. So,
1: yeah. So, Yay! So exciting.
2: But yeah, so they're they're so cute. They like um, cast it on the TV so the girls, you know, and everybody can watch. So, yeah, cute. So, yeah, fun. So, all right, those have been fun. Yeah, it's been like fun. I liked it. We've like increased our. Um, youtube subscribers so that's been fun we're almost at 100 yeah is our magic number right now Uh, so that we can get our that's great url so yeah we gained like almost 20 followers just doing this so oh that's great so it's been nice so we need three more and we have like a workout session with uh a local trainer next week she's gonna do that okay yeah we just have like some fun things you know people are cooped up still and just just get some programming out there, something different.
1: Yeah, no, it's really a fun idea. I yeah. love it. Yeah, so cool deal. All right, girly. It's the alright you All real. right, y'all. Thanks for tuning in.
2: Let me see what time we are at. Oh,
1: okay. We're actually about our normal time. Yeah, it a little really bit over. is. It would have gone much
2: longer if we didn't stop ourselves sometimes. So
1: yeah, like I yeah, like I you took, took a story I cut off, off one story. Yeah, yeah like we took. Yeah, you didn't talk about some yeah. things. Like yeah, because it's um <laughs> we have we have a whole lot to say about everything. Yeah. Hence the name of the show. Yep. Alrighty. Wait, Tell Me Everything is written and produced by Kristen and Andrea. Find all available listening platforms at anchor.fm forward slash wait, tell me everything. Subscribe, rate, and review to help us get the word out and get social with us on our Facebook page or follow us on Twitter and IG at wait, tell me pod. Questions, feedback, or something you'd like us to tackle? Email us at wait, at gmail.com.